Welcome to Christ Chapel College, the college outreach of Christ Chapel Bible Church in Fort Worth, Texas. We hope everyone experiences what Jesus calls abundant life, so we unapologetically point to Him as the source of life and joy. If you're a college student in the Fort Worth area, we'd be stoked to connect with you. Find out more at www.christchapelcollege.org and on Instagram at Christ Chapel College. Hey friends, my name is Victoria Davis and I am the College Women's Director for Christ Chapel Bible Church. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. We have been studying in the book of Jonah and today we're going to continue on in chapter 3. You know, something that I have noticed in the middle of this pandemic that we have been living in is just how opinionated we all are. We all have strong passions towards what is right and what is wrong from gloves to face masks to coughing on other people and social distancing to when to bend the rules and when to not bend the rules. We all have an opinion towards what is right and what is wrong. And I've seen how when those opinions have been challenged, it will elicit a response within us. We'll either get frustrated that someone isn't wearing gloves and a mask or we'll get frustrated that we can't go into work. We'll get frustrated that it's not going the way that we want it to. And so I think it's really interesting because I see the same thing happening here in the book of Jonah. Jonah is called to preach to a group of people that he really doesn't like, um, and rightfully so. The Assyrian Empire was a terrible group of people. They skinned people alive. They put people on poles outside the city to just hang and die. They were a brutal, brutal group of people. And Jonah thought it was really wrong to offer any sort of communication, especially from God to them. And so what I would love for us to look at today is how Our opinions can influence the way that we see the character of God. And more specifically, how mercy can be bittersweet. And so if you will, read with me in chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, three days' journey in breadth. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's journey. He called out, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They called for a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least of them. The word reached the king of Nineveh. And he arose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he issued a proclamation and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles. Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth. And let them call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent and turn from his fierce anger so that we may not perish. 
When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God relented of the disaster that he had said he would do to them, and he did not do it. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my country? That is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish. For I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Do you do well to be angry? What I think is really interesting when we look in the first part of chapter 3, that God asks Jonah to give the message to the Ninevites that God wanted Jonah to say. And so when we go back to chapter 1, we see that God says, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. And then when we look and see what Jonah says to the Ninevites, he says, Yet in 40 days, Nineveh shall be overthrown. He doesn't talk about God. He doesn't talk about um, like calling them out for anything. He just lets them know, hey, you're going to be destroyed in 40 days. And how Jonah's understanding and his opinion, his idea of what was right and what was wrong influenced the message that he spoke to the Ninevites because he didn't believe that God should be merciful to these people. And so we see how God's mercy for Jonah can be really bitter in this moment because Jonah didn't believe that God should be merciful to these people. And so, but then we see the sweetness of God's mercy. We get to see the sweetness of a people who were so buried in sin and so buried in selfish gain, um, yet when they had an inkling (laughs) that the Lord wanted them to turn and repent, their whole city dropped to its knees and asked for forgiveness. And God responded with mercy. That's incredible. That's amazing. But yet again, we see the bitterness of Jonah responding to God's mercy and saying, Lord, like I know that you are gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, relenting from disaster. And he makes it a negative thing. Because he doesn't believe that that's how God should react. He doesn't believe that that's what God's mercy should look like. And man, do I think that's relatable. Because I think that we do the same thing a lot of the time. I think we will look at things that are going on in the world or things that are going on in our life. And we get really bitter and angry at God. Because we don't understand why he is lavishing grace and mercy upon one instance and not in another. And so friends, my challenge for you in this time is to ask yourself, what is your view of God's character? What is your view of God's mercy? Is it bittersweet? Do we react like Jonah? Do we react like the Ninevites? Sometimes it depends on the day. But I think, man, what a better time than now to have the ability to stop and reflect and to ask ourselves the really hard questions 
to look deep in the parts of our heart that can be really ugly or feel misunderstood and come to the Lord and ask him to reveal to you where you can make those changes in your heart, where you can lay down some of those opinions that you are holding on so tightly to. Things that you don't believe deserve mercy, whether it's situations, whether it's a people group, whether it's yourself. And allow the Lord to step into those spots. Allow community to step into that. Talk to a friend. Ask them to pray with you. Confess with them. Let the church be the church in this time. And so, friends, I hope that this was as encouraging to you as it has been to me. I know that it has made me think through a lot um, of just where my heart is and how I need to go to the Lord on my own. So thanks for hanging out with us. We love y'all and we can't wait to see you next time. We'll see you soon.